Hello and welcome, beloved family and friends. Welcome to Heart to Heart, here with Alicia. Today, may I have a heart to heart talk with you? You know, heart to heart. <laughs> I want to talk to you about knowing Yah better in your suffering. Knowing him better in your suffering. But first, let's get one thing established, beloved family and friends. Yah, your Heavenly Father, does not enjoy watching us suffer, nor does he want us to suffer. You know, he sent his son to suffer for us, remember? We live in a broken, fallen world, beloved, where that old dragon, Hashitan, Satan, his wicked followers, the workers of iniquity, are doing as much evil as they can. Man's rebellion allowed this to happen. And now, men and women are walking away from the commandments, statues, and, and everything of our loving Creator and Father Yah. And by that, they will suffer. When we walk away from our Father, from obeying Him, from doing His will, we will suffer. And it won't be Him doing it to us, it'll be us bringing it upon ourselves. We are suffering in these times because man gave the enemy the right to cause suffering when they listen to the serpent. And I'm not talking about a snake, I'm talking about Satan. When they listened to Satan and trusted his lies instead of the words of Aluah Yahuwah, their heavenly father, Aluah Yahuwah to you would be the Lord God. A lot of popular preachers today are preaching what it's like to be on the mountaintop or during to be during the breakthrough and the blessing, you know, the blessing, you know, all that cotton candy stuff. Or they're teaching the demonic teaching that God will break you so that he can build you up. I hate that. I hate that with a passion because that's a lie and not only not only is it a lie it's causing many multitudes to walk away from their loving father Yah from our beloved creator who's done everything for us gave his best for us but when they have an ignorant I shouldn't say that, forgive me. I'm someone whose ignorance means lack of knowledge. Someone who doesn't have the knowledge, who's not wise, standing up at a pulpit preaching you that God will break you, break you down to get you to come to him and so he can bless you and build you up. They're hurting. They're doing Satan's work. That's what they're doing. They may not even realize it. 
they're doing Satan's work. As a matter of fact, my next podcast will be, He Does Not Break You. Yah does not break you. Beloved, what it is, there are certain times when we seek our Heavenly Father more. And that's, and that is during the hard times, the dark times, during the trials we go through. That's when we seek Him the most. That's when most Christians, believers, and the called out assembly turn their focus on Him. They spend more time with Him then than they do when things are good, when they are the most blessed and everything is going their way. I know that sounds hard, but it's true. You know, it's been true in, in, in my case many times before. Now, I'm not talking to all of you, but beloved, let's face it. Some of you, when you are blessed and you have all you need, you tend to spend less time with the Heavenly Father. And why? Because you don't need him as much as you did when you were hurting. <laughs> That's what you may think you don't need him. But actually, there is not a moment in our lives that we don't need him. Not one moment. Oh, we'll say, thank you, Yah. Or thank you, Lord. I love you, Yah. Or I love you, your Lord. And we run around through the day. But don't feel the need to just sit at his feet, kissing his feet, washing them with our tears of joy like we did with our tears of pain and sorrow. Hmm? Now, I know I may upset some people. You may get upset with me, but please don't. If you really stop and be totally honest with yourselves, you would, in most cases, have to say, you're right. As much as I hate to say it, you are right. Have you ever experienced this, beloved? When you're walking in plenty, you have so much. You're blessed and having all you need. And you were spending a lot of time, time in the Word, or with spending time with your father, thanking him for what he's all he's done for you, just loving on him, talking to him. And someone comes over and says, surprise, hey, I want to do something fun with you. And, and they say, I want to treat you to lunch at a fabulous restaurant. Or, you know, something like that. Or something, take you shopping, I want to buy you something. You were more than more likely, you're more likely to stop what you're doing. You stop what you were doing, which was worshiping, praising, and thanking him, the Father, and put it on hold and go with them, thinking, oh, God must have sent them to bless me. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for blessing me. Not thinking. Maybe it was the devil sending them to distract you, a setup, hmm? But unknowingly, by the generous person, they didn't know they were being used, being a pawn by the enemy. They didn't 
No, it was the evil one whispering to them, go take so-and-so out to lunch and don't take no for an answer. No. That person in their heart and from their heart was doing a loving, giving thing. But it caused you to stop the most precious thing you were doing, and that was spending time with your father, loving him, thanking him. You know, you may think, where is she going with this? <laughs> but I tell you, it happens to me a lot when I'm fasting. You know, how many know fasting is not easy? <laughs> how many know going days on end without food? And I'm not talking about not eating all day and then eating in the evening. Mm -mm, I'm talking about a real complete fast where you just don't eat for days. Sometimes over a month, like 40 days. <laughs> yeah, fasting is not easy. And I'll tell you, if it wasn't for the Heavenly Father and the benefits of it bring, bringing me closer to Him, it doesn't bring Him closer to me. It brings me closer to Him and makes me have to focus on him more because I can't make it without him. If, just not eating. If I don't spend time crying out to him and reading his word or listening to his word or something, I cannot do it in my own strength. I cannot do it. <laughs> so I said, when I'm fasting, almost every time, I'm not exaggerating, almost every time, Someone who, someone who loves me dearly, and I love them dearly as well, will surprise me with lots of wonderful food and desserts from one of my favorite restaurants. It's a setup. It was a setup. Satan has set me up again. <laughs> they said, I was out at a restaurant eating with my friends, and I thought about you. So I just wanted to bless you, and I want you to know I'm thinking about you. And, and that was true. They were thinking about me and they wanted to bless me. But funny, when I wasn't fasting, that didn't happen. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. And I have to say, <laughs> I didn't always, I wasn't always able to <laughs> resist. <laughs> when I, a lot of times I was able to resist, I... I mean, as much as it hurt me, I'd put tin foil and all that food would go in the freezer. And knowing it's not going to be good later when I take it out as good as it was. But I had to do that. <laughs> as soon as I decide to fast, here comes great food. <laughs> and beloved, when you fast, you will suffer seeing all this wonderful food in front of you. You see, the devil is terrified when we fast. And he has his little imps, his monitoring spirits, listening and in many cases or some cases watching us. Mm -hmm. You see, Satan can't be everywhere at all times like our creator and savior. He can only be in one place at a time. He's not omnipotent omnipresent or omniscient like Yah. So he has to send his little imps, his little demons to monitor, to listen and to, to watch you and then go back and bring him the information. 
So, beloved, remember, I mean, and everyone listening, if you've done that for someone and that's happened, you're, I'm not saying you're a bad person. You really meant well. The people who did this really meant well by what they were doing. Beloved, I have preached and taught the devil does not offer good people bad things. Mm -mm. Because he knows you won't go for it. So he will offer something that is good to you, but it's the wrong thing for you. You see, every good thing is not the right thing for you. For instance, you could be asked to lead worship, but that's not your calling or gift. You are a teacher. And if you took that position, you could, not on purpose, sabotage the worship. Yes, sabotage the worship because you are thinking of leading it intellectually by head knowledge and end up you suppress and hinder the set apart spirit that you all know as the Holy Spirit. This could cause strife between you and those that are truly called in worship and choose to wait on the guidance of the set, set apart spirit. And also this would open the door to the enemy and close it to the one that you're supposed to be worshiping. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm wondering where I've I've taken this message message somewhere else. Just roll with me, okay? <laughs> we're supposed to be talking about we're talking about knowing him in your suffering. Knowing him better in your suffering. Because we we snuggle up to him. You know, when we're in trouble, I have to tell you, my best times were also my worst times. In San Francisco, when I was going through so much, I was going through so much persecution from my family calling me a, <laughs> uh, what do they call me, fanatic? They said I was fanatic, a religious nut, because I was so in love with, at that time I called him Jesus, I was so in love with him, and, and I did everything for him. As, I mean, he was the first thing I thought about when I woke up, the last thing I thought about when I went to sleep, the first thing I did was say, thank you, I love you. The last thing I did was say, thank you, I love you. And people were doing mean things to me. It was, I mean, and, and financially, it was a hard time, but it was my best time because I could hear him. I could hear his voice just as well as I could hear my own voice. And he would talk to me. He, he would give me words of knowledge, words of wisdom. He was healing people through me. I mean, it was wonderful, but it was during my worst time. I cried a lot. I cried because I was hurting and I cried because I loved him so much. My, my worst time was my best time. And even here in, in Taiwan, when I first came to Taiwan, you know, I, uh, when I decided to stay in Taiwan, I was only supposed to be in three months singing at Brown Sugar 
and then I was gonna supposed to go on to Singapore and sing there for I think two and a half months and then go on to and then before I go back home back to Berkeley California Berkeley California ah and I believed I heard him say stay so I did and there was a sponsor that was going to help me start a special school here uh, using teaching entertainment and also you'd be teaching English but with sync with entertainment like a like that movie old show fame you know uh, music and art school but you would learn English it would all be in English anyway and I stayed and <laughs> there were and I was training some young ladies and one of them decided to seduce the sponsor and turn him, try to turn him against me and uh, caused a whole lot of things. It, it, was, it was crazy. I won't get, get into it. And I ended up uh, walking away from that situation and uh, leaving, going out on my, uh, getting another apartment. It was a horrible, stinky little apartment because I, I moved from this beautiful mansion-type place to there. And I had people cheat me. I had people lie on me. Um, but see, I knew it was the devil. He even had someone speak to me, a demon speak to me in the voice. Said, what do you mean, Jesus? This is Buddha's house. Get out. I, I mean, I would hear voices and feel hot breath on my face and hear saying, get out. You know, that type. I was going through so much. I was scared. I was lonely, I was hurting, but I just couldn't disobey him. I believed and I know I heard him. He said, stay. And he wouldn't say, stay, I'm going to take care of you. He would just say, stay put. And I would cry, okay, 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 I'll stay. I, oh, I, I went through a lot and I couldn't let my family know what I was going through. And this was the first time I'd ever been anywhere by myself. At that time, I was even afraid of the dark. And this is in my 50s, okay? Because I, now I know it was demons. I, I would be harassed in the dark. Those were my worst times, but they were my best times because I was spending time with him. So, I mean, I would, after I would <laughs> experience these bad things, I would say, where do you want me to work? How much should I charge? What should I do? Should I go here? Should I go there? And I would just spend time with loving him, and he would talk to me. Sometimes I would just stay in my little apartment so people would think I was gone to America working. You know, I didn't, and I didn't let anybody know when I didn't have food for a while because I wasn't intended to stay. And when I decided to stay, I lost thousands of dollars in a contract. From a contract I had, I had to break a contract. My agent was upset with me. It was a mess. But he would send a neighbor and say, hey, why don't you come upstairs and have dinner with, with us? And that was my friend, Re Roberto, Roberto Zayas and his family. Come up and have um, dinner with us. And, and, you know, and I would. He just took care of me. And then he would send, I would go to sleep crying, you know, because I, I, I wanted, I pay my bills in America, pay my bills in Taiwan. 
and I was sending money to my mother. So I said, I don't have enough money to do everything. What am I going to do? There's no work. And I would cry myself to sleep. And sure enough, he would wake me up, phone call, five phone calls, huh, enough money to pay my bills here, my bills in America, and to take care of my mom. My worst times when I was suffering were my best times. Sorry about that, I had to pause. <laughs> Music stopped. And then I had to stop saying, where am I going? Beloved, I hope you guys get something from this message. I know I've gone here and there. And um, uh, I hope it <laughs> it's about suffering, knowing him better when you're suffering. I was suffering during those times. And it just drew, it made me go closer to him because that's the only way I could survive. And hearing him, and that gave me peace. You know, he would send work to me. He would send people to me. Uh, he would send money to me. I was depending on him. So just know, he doesn't want you to suffer. He doesn't cause suffering for you to come to him. You suffer when you walk away from him or when you leave him out of your life. When you're going through, you can, you learn more about him because you need him more. But let's not just do that. We need him 24-7. Tell you what you do. Go on a three-day no-food fast. But food, no physical food, let his word and him be your spiritual food. Eat him. And when, like when the Savior said, those eat my body and drink my blood, you, you wouldn't help me. Eat him. You know, his word is food, so to speak, right? We will suffer. We live in a fallen world. But we can know him better in our suffering, and it will, it will give us peace during the suffering, and we won't suffer as much. It won't hurt as much. It won't, it won't depress us and bring us down. Because we know this too shall pass. And we're just going through this. That means we're going to come out of it. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I don't, I'm just going to upload this. I don't listen to my messages because I'm just giving, talking from the heart. And if I, if I go back, <laughs> I know I'll, I'll delete it and say, this doesn't make sense. Where did I go here? Where did we go? <laughs> but I just trust, I'm trusting Yah to, to use it. And that you all got something from it. If you got nothing else, knowing that you, you will suffer because it's a fallen world, not because somebody up there, they say, the man upstairs wants you to suffer. No, beloved, he loves you. He loves us with all his heart. 
He wants you to know that he's there with you during the suffering, during the abuse, during the time when all those lies were told on you, during the time you were manipulated. And he was speaking to you. He just needs you to stop and listen and focus on him. He was there. And you better believe he was talking to that other person. Don't do that. That's not right. Don't do that. Well, we have free will, beloved. If he made them stop, then he would take their free will away from them. And he can't do that. But he's not working with Satan to hurt anybody. Okay? All right. <laughs> let me get over, let me get out of here as uh, as best I can without being. <laughs> I love you. And if you weren't family, I, there's no way in the world I would upload this podcast. But I know you are. So until we meet again. My beloved family. Yah willing, of course. And he says the same that I can live to do so. I say, Shalom. Peace be with you. See you next time.